Ultimate DJs, welcome in to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Good evening to you. Yes. Ah. So glad you guys are here with me. Welcome. Welcome into the show. A lot of good stuff to go over tonight. Got some teaching to do. Got some research for you. Ladies and gentlemen, got some good stuff here for you. It's all coming up. Let's see who is here to learn with us tonight. You guys, let's start our world-famous server sound off. What's up, Bax? Server 26, welcome. You're first. Hey, Jess. Server 18, hello. Lord Neelix on 15. Howdy, howdy, howdy. What's going on, everybody? Dead Dealer on 15. Hello. Good evening. Hank on 15 as well. Trucking Chick on 26 and 15. Welcome. Welcome to Server 15, the flagship server. Hey, what's up, Trash? Server 15, how you doing? Data Systems Technical Chief on Server 27. What's up, Talking Trek Groupie? <laughs> I love that name. Who is that? That's fantastic. Oh, that's just their name. There's no aliases in there, Snake Eyes. You'll have to figure out who that is. Uh, Server 15, welcome. Dragon Lord on 13, how you doing? Shala, welcome. Sinclair on Server 29, hello, appreciate you being here. Hey, Kirka, what's up? Nostromo on Server 30, how you doing? Killer Centaur, Server 25, and ready to rock. Hey, what's up, Bear on Server 15, how you doing? Good to see you. Stevens Aaron on 129, hello, Virtual Army on 135, howdy, howdy. Legendary Nurse, Server 26 in the house. Gallum on 21. How you doing? Burn like ice on server 143. Howdy, howdy. Lord Neelix on 15. That's actually amazing. That's awesome. I like it. Hey, what's up, Tabby Moses? Server 20. How you doing? Karkin 15. Mistress of Mayhem returns on server 17. Baymax on 15. Kukar on 17. Vita. Vita, Vita, Vita. 131. Welcome. Appreciate you being here. Boogie Borg. Server 13. How you doing? Lord Parkwad falling asleep on European server 147. He told me earlier today, he said, man, that's a late showtime. I was like, yeah, I got to work. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the international players. I appreciate you guys being here. Commander Trip Tucker is here, ladies and gentlemen. Shotgun Check on server 32. How you doing? Snipe 17. Hero on server 20. Kirko 145. Daddy G. Dunk on server 15. And the list goes on. 93 additional messages. Hey, what's up? Omicron on server 16. Darth Quarantine on 18. And the list continues on. Good evening and welcome, everybody. Good evening and welcome to you. Is everybody doing well? Your mics are now potted up. And I'd like to uh, officially welcome you into the Sunday edition of Talking Trek Live. Uh, my name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host. And we got some stuff to talk about here today. Got some stuff to talk about. I know that uh, some people have been continuing to do research into our new officers and i would very much like and listen i know i didn't actually ask you about this this is very off the cuff but uh commander trip tucker is with us here this evening uh yes the very one and only chief engineer of the uh, nx01 uss enterprise uh commander trip tucker is here and you know what if you have an opportunity to jump in voice here in a little bit uh we can talk to you a little bit about your research i know that wasn't exactly planned. Sorry for putting you uh, on the spot there. But if you want to jump in voice in a little bit, we'll talk about your research today uh, into uh, Harcourt 
Fenton Mud. Ladies and gentlemen, Commander Trip Tucker has found additional value, and we're going to talk about that tonight uh, as to uh, how he can be utilized. We've already done a show on how he can be utilized to the fullest of his potential, or so we thought. Uh, we have found an additional crew combination that is actually really fantastic, and that is Trip Tucker and his research. He did that. So we're going to talk about that coming up uh, right after, ladies and gentlemen. What? Right after the what? Stupid, Stupid yes. news! Stupid news, ladies and gentlemen. News! It is time news! for the news. news! Uh-oh. Commander Commander Trip Tucker says that he's not mic'd up tonight. That's okay. I'm going to share your research. It'll be good. We'll talk all about it. We're going to give you all the credit, buddy, because it was actually a, it was a genius hypothesis and a genius execution and genius results, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk all about it right after the stupid news. Ladies and gentlemen, a New Jersey couple was busted for running a $6 million online dating scam. They are in their 50s, but in typical online dating fashion, they look a lot younger in their mug shots. Uh, they were posing as single people, getting into relationships, and then asking their new partners for financial assistance, at which point they would split after taking the money. They, they, uh, <laughs> their dating service uh, almost got sued by eHarmony. They called themselves a felony. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, that would be great if they did. Hey, JB. Welcome to the show. A Florida woman is in the news today and was arrested for assaulting her boyfriend with a pizza. Good news is, though, the cops took more than 30 minutes to show up, so bail is free. We got that. Hey, good evening, New Englanders. The NYPD arrested a man who claimed to be Jesus. He claimed to be Jesus after he got into a nude brawl with three of his followers. I don't even know why the article was written this way. Uh, luckily, he had plenty of money for bail because Jesus saves everybody. <laughs> Jesus saves. A Canadian man. Yeah, hey, let's go up north. A Canadian man was busted for trying to bring 400 pounds of marijuana across the U.S. border in a garbage truck. He's not the first stoner to make a run for the border, everybody. I'm pretty sure there's a successful fast food chain that has just made a, made a career out of it. Uh, needless to say, he found out the hard way that grass is not always greener on the other side. <laughs> I didn't know it was in there. I, I, I just run by the, and pick up garbage bags. I didn't know it was in Was it a waste management truck? Oh, my God. It was No, it was wasted management. Yes, there you go. <laughs> See, I can write jokes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, porn star Ron Jeremy is in the news and has pled not guilty to three sexual assault charges. He's facing a stiff sentence. Luckily, if he gets a jury, get it up. If he gets a jury of his peers, could be a hung jury. <laughs> no more Ron Jeremy jokes. They're they're too hard. It's right. Sorry. Okay, uh, moving on. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Is, is Gregor still here? Please tell me that Gregor is still here. Gregor, are you here? He's gone. That makes me so sad. We were just having a conversation the other day. When he listens back to this, he's going to be like, damn it, DJ. Daggone it. 
National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is investigating a touchscreen defect that has now caused 63,000 Tesla cars to lose control of their vehicles. This is how... <laughs> Maybe this is how Elon Musk came up with his baby's name. He typed in Jack, but he got X Ash Thunder Kitty or whatever the heck it is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great excuse for lousy husbands. Oh, sorry, honey, I typed in strip mall. Took me to a strip club. We really got to get this thing fixed. I don't know what's wrong with it. Uh, let's see. What else we got? A new study found that 35% of Americans do not know their blood type, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, not me. I know mine. Mine's red. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Uh, hey, I got a joke for you. Why did the uh, vampire dump his new girlfriend? Anybody? She wasn't his type. <laughs> Come on. That's good, right? That was bad. Thank you. 75% of respondents admitted they did not even know that there were four blood types. So let's quiz everybody. The four blood types. Anybody? I got the Nina, the a. Pinta, the Santa Maria. I, I forget the fourth one. I don't, I don't a, worry. B, C. There's no C. <laughs> there's, no, it's there's A, no B, C. O, and like O, negative O. Uh, you're just proving my point, ladies and gentlemen. The long story short is the only doctor most Americans know is Pepper. All right. And Dre. Maybe, maybe Dre. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the New York City Sheriff's Office busted a group of people on Staten Island who were hauling illegal fireworks and an alligator. It's a big no-no. You do not want fireworks anywhere near your large lizard. Just saying. Okay. Ten people were arrested for hauling three alligators, although some people do say the story is a crock. Good night, everybody. Good night. We're all done. Well, the Thanks. gator probably came out of the sewers. <laughs> uh, here, I got one more, JB, just for you. A Florida man was arrested for stealing, crashing, and abandoning a $1 million yacht. He says he didn't steal it, though. It was on sale. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. It was on sale. You get it? It's a sailboat. Love it right there. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I gave plenty of prep time to this one, everybody. Even you, Wicked Witch, you can't complain. That was a pretty daggone good set of news. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it, everybody. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. Good evening to you. Uh, we got a lot to talk about tonight, so I want to uh, thank you, Kukar. He says, getting better every week. We're only uh, 54 shows in, so uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That Kirko, that was definitely some, uh, some dad jokes in there. All right, uh, welcome in, everybody. Let's go ahead and get this out of the way. I'd like to do this very, very quickly if we can. Uh, go ahead. And get our first, uh, get you guys the off-air guesses. Going to try to do that right up front here. And then we'll play a couple times later on through the night. You guys, get your game boards out. <laughs> Mr. Samayam says it'll be great when it is no more. Goodness gracious, that's so mean. I love my news. All right, everybody. <laughs> Shade, you're right. I do crack myself up with the jokes. That's probably half of half of why it's so funny. I love my jokes. All right, everybody. Off air, battleship guesses. I'm gonna have to send a, a shamey shamey. I'm gonna have to send a shamey shamey to two players. Flight leader, oh yeah. 
and uh, Extend. I don't, I don't know who they are. I've actually never seen their names before. They registered in the Battleship War Room, but both of them were private messaged, and both of them uh, let their 24 hours expire. Shamey, shamey, shamey. Extend and flight, flight Leader. Oh, yeah, they missed their time frame. But don't you worry. Don't you worry, ladies and gents, because the Gribster and Gunny Dave were there. That's right. The Gribster and Gunny Dave were there to pick up the slack. So here were your guests, guys. Uh, we had Gunny Dave, who guessed, uh, here we go, Foxtrot 1. Foxtrot 1 was guessed by Gunny Dave. That is a miss. Okay. Foxtrot 1's a miss. And then the Gribster came in. Gribster came in and gave his guess, which was Hotel 6. Hotel 6 was also a miss, ladies and gentlemen. That was a miss. All right, so there you go. You guys are all up to date. That's what happened this week off the air in Talking Trek's Battleship Game. All right. Yes. I like it. I'm not going to let it play for another 20 seconds, though. Good stuff. So, yeah, we'll play coming up here in just a little bit. You guys have the guesses so far. Four guesses on the board, okay? And you guys will have a pretty decent shot at coming up here. You got four uh, that have taken off the board, so there's 96 left. You got 17 out of 96, okay? 17 out of 96 chance uh, at getting a hit today. Uh, the two off-air guesses again, F1 and H6. There you go. F1, H6. Those are your off-air guesses. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Mics are potted up, and I would like to welcome you into the show. A couple of things to talk about tonight. As we were discussing uh, very, very uh, early, kind of we were teasing right before the news, I want to give a very special commendation this evening to my buddy, Commander Trip Tucker. Commander Trip Tucker, uh, aside from being the chief engineer of one of the first Warp 5 capable ships, uh, the uh, Enterprise NX-01, uh, also has time to play this game with us. Okay, he has time to play uh, when he's not maintaining his, the uh, galaxy's first warp five engine. But uh, he also hosts a Discord, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to share that with you very quickly. Uh, Trip, if you don't care, I don't see an invite link super handy right off the bat. If you'd like to go ahead and share that, we will be happy to share that with folks. Uh, Commander Trip Tucker runs a Discord that is called all about. It's actually called Tux Engineering Bay. Okay, what they do in there is they talk all about mechanics of the game, ships, crews, uh, triangle, all this good stuff. They got a lot of stuff in here, and he's a super analytical guy. It kind of blows my mind that we've never had you on the show before, Trip, uh, because you you are like me. You like the math it out you like to break things down uh and so uh like to like to maybe schedule a time when we can get you on here okay thank you trip appreciate that tux engineering bay you guys check that out he's uh he's a super nerd okay um <clears throat> but uh one thing that we're going to talk about today is hardcore fenton mud okay now over the last uh, couple of weeks we've been trying to dissect him uh as well as the other augments we've been trying to figure out the proper ways to use them um and because that's I mean, that's what we do. We, gotta, we, we take the officer, we figure something out, okay? Uh, we got to figure out what's the best way to use this officer. And when we did our uh, uh, synopsis on him, if you will, it was kind of, you know, hey, he's great for soloing armadas, which is true, okay? Uh, he's great for soloing armadas in the captain's chair, but he didn't bring a whole lot of something to the team. And that was a little interesting. Uh, of course, the augment officers that were just released also are, I don't want to say uh, selfish, but they're a little berserker, right? These are new concepts, self-sacrifice, self-damage, or the risk of self-damage, 
okay, to uh, go out and potentially inflict additional damage. All right. Now, I'm not going to go back on what I said about mud. Okay, mud is still his primary use is uh, is soloing armadas. Okay, so Durr says I feel lied to. You don't need to because that's still his best use. However, we were trying to figure out the best possible crew combination to use with him. All right, and Trip, I don't even know how did you stumble on this, buddy. I know you're in text right now. How did you stumble on this? Uh, I mean, was it just, uh, I mean, because you like reading the battle logs? Is that how you found it? Because this was really interesting. Now, Trip used mud, okay, and he used it with a morale crew, okay? Obviously, he was using mud in his captain's ability, uh, in the captain's uh, seat, but he used used Kirk and Spock to go with it, okay? Now, we can talk about uh, Arcady here in a minute. Uh, I haven't done a whole lot of research on that officer with mud. But uh, it obviously does make sense if you're going to try to go solo against an armada. All right. We've always talked about one of the best armada crews. And we've said it. Kirk uh, or morale. Kirk, Spock, and something. Okay. Kirk, Spock, and something. Morale uh, crew has always been phenomenal. Okay. Well, guys, I am going to copy and paste with you into the graphics room. Not even a graphic tonight. I'm going to post some text in here so that we can go through this together and, uh, and, and get through it. All right, and he says, yeah, just playing around and testing solo armadas. Here's how he found it. But he found it late in the battle log. Ladies and gentlemen, take a look at this uh, uh, (laughs) synopsis or this very condensed version, uh, if you will, of a battle log. And, guys, I'm going to hope and pray that this podcast is recording well. The computer, the master recorder is looking super glitchy right now. (laughs) I hope everything goes well. If you listen back to this and it's skipping all over the place, my bad. All right. Uh, we may end up having the live edition right here being the only known record of this conversation. I don't know. Maybe we should take a break and let me pause and, and reboot it. It's super glitchy. Well, you have plausible deniability. Ah, you know what? I think I'm going to, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save this here real quick. Um, so uh, for those of you listening live, we're going to take a super quick break. Those on podcast form, we'll be back in two seconds. All right. And so we're back. And again, for those of you on podcast form, that was like... <laughs> Two seconds, all right? Sorry for the unbearably long singing that uh, the people in the podcast room had to put up with. But, I mean, once I started singing Come On Eileen, I wasn't going to stop, see? And that's what you miss, ladies and gentlemen, when you're not here live, okay? I'm just saying. I sang for like seven minutes. They don't. They loved it, too. I got dollar bills being well, thrown it's at really me. really quiet because everybody just died. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, so anyway, what we were talking about is uh, this data that I threw into the graphics room, okay? In the graphics room right now, you're going to see uh, this uh, condensed version of the later rounds of a battle log provided by Commander Trip Tucker, okay? This, by the way, was using Mud as captain, okay? So we were getting the damage decrease to the armada for each of those four, well, each of the three ladder hits, okay? And he ran Kirk and Spock so that he could use morale, okay? And we all know that Kirk's officer ability is to inspire morale. We know that Spock's officer ability is to recharge your shields, okay? So uh, when there's morale, he recharges your shields. He uses defense, so presumably trip. You were running uh, a defense-heavy underdeck, okay? Now, here's what I want to point out, guys. For the first 46 rounds, the data held relatively true. For the first 46 rounds, it appears that Trip never lost his shields, okay? And we will go back and remember what Mud's officer ability is. Mud's officer ability, his secondary ability, is once the shields are depleted, 
he will boost your weapons damage by 200%. Now, we did also discuss on the last show, or the last time we talked about mud, that that was a base effect. Okay, so when he increases your your weapons or your damage by 200%, that's of the base values. But yet, uh, yet what we still saw was still substantial. What we saw was a 25% boost, a net yield of 25%. And we're going to see it here in TRIPS data. In round 47, same thing, okay? Uh, small gun averaging about 170 and 48. Big gun about 186. Guys, I want you to watch what happens here in round 49. Okay, in round 49, uh, the big gun fired, which was a little bit smaller. But again, there's a range on these. Okay, the small gun at 178 shield lost at the end of the round and MUD's officer ability procs. Okay, now guess what happened at the beginning of round 50? Okay, morale was inspired. Spock recharged the shields. Okay, now you're going to notice that the small gun Got a nice little bump there, okay? The average went from 170 to 225, okay? For a net increase, ladies and gentlemen, do it with me, everybody, 25%-ish, okay? Round 51, the shield ran out again. Guess what happened? Mud procced again, okay? Mud's officer ability procced again. Now, we talked about why should we be surprised by this? We shouldn't be. Shame on us, okay? We said that the captain's maneuver stacked. If you were soloing an armada, the captain's maneuver stacked, okay? So his officer ability can stack also, but the only way to get it to stack is by depleting your shields multiple times. There is one officer, ladies and gentlemen, one officer in this game that can allow you to do so. Okay, one officer in the game that allows you to deplete your shields a second time. It's Spock. It's Spock, ladies and gentlemen. Spock allows you to recharge your shields when morale is inspired. Okay, look, uh, look, continue on. Look, continue on. Round 52, look how large now that big gun is firing. Almost a million, 875,000. Small gun at 300,000. By the way, his shield replenished again, and uh, looks like it lasted a couple of rounds. Uh, 53 and 54, you're still getting your 25%. Round 55, that big gun fired at 1 million. The small gun at 337,000, but guess what? <laughs> Shields lost again. Mud procs again. Okay, round 56, now his small gun is up to 351%. Shield replenished by Spock again. And then finally, in round 57, Trip Tucker was handed his defeat. Okay, but guys, in this 57-round battle, Mud procced for him four times. Is that right? Four, three, three, three times. Netting him roughly a 75% boost to his weapons damage. That's a net yield, guys. That's almost doubling. Okay? Almost doubling. Now, Tripp says, I would imagine that the Enterprise would be the same, but I can't test that. Okay? Uh, and, and here's why I'm actually going to disagree with you, Tripp. The Enterprise never freaking loses its shields. <laughs> okay? The Enterprise never loses its shields. All right? Um, I mean, it, once it hits a certain tier. Okay. Once it hits a certain tier. Now, Bear says this would be better on a ship that doesn't have the shield regen. 
uh, like the Enterprise. Oh, oh, Bear, I agree. A thousand percent. I was, I was misunderstanding what you were saying. A thousand percent. Guys, this is a wonderful uh, Sally crew. Okay, or a Gladius or a Burrell crew. All right, I don't know about an auger. You know, Karkin, speak up. I don't. I don't think that it's an, an appropriate replacement for an auger, and probably not for the Enterprise. Okay, but I don't have an auger. Uh, I mean, but hey, for the thirty-two ships or the twenty-eight ships, this is a great thing. Okay, and against an Armada, again, I'm not going to take it back there. I still think that he's best for soloing Armadas. I thought when Shields left, like, I thought when you were out of Shields, you didn't get them back. I didn't know Spock recharged them. So Would Spock you- does recharge them, okay? But uh, there's another officer, and I, I learned this way early in the game. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't think Bull is here. There's another officer that can actually um, recharge Shields, but it doesn't work after, uh, after it, they're completely – who is it? I'm never going to remember this because I haven't used this officer in, in ages. So any, does anybody know? <clears throat> it might be Burn Like Ice. He says Kumok. There is another officer that works. Ah, thank you, Neo. God, I can always count on Neo. Thank you, Neo. Arcady. When the shield is depleted, Arcady has a 50% chance for inspiring morale. Okay, so I had forgotten my scenario, but that jarred my memory. So this is before I had Kirk. I was using Arcady with Spock, and here's what happened. When Arcady, when the shield got depleted, okay, Arcady did not fire, okay, Uh, or he did the very first time, but when Spock would recharge the shields, then Arcady would never fire again. He was a one and done, okay? He was a one and done. So you only had that one chance in the entire battle of inspiring morale, and what had actually happened was... Uh, when the shield was depleted. So here's why he didn't work with Scott, with Spock. He didn't work with Spock because Spock required morale, okay? But Arcady required the shield to be depleted in order to inspire morale. And unless the shield is depleted on the same round, there was something about that that it wasn't working. Spock, <coughs> excuse me, Spock and Arcady don't work together. Now, guys, I know it's been a really, really long time since we talked about Spock and Arcady. Okay, but Spock and uh, Arcady do not function together. I don't know exactly why, okay, but they don't work together. Now, Durr says technically there's no shield regen during battle. You're absolutely right. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, we received official correspondence not long ago from Scopely that said exactly that. I believe it was in the games, uh, in the games actual help center. Believe it or not, there was actually something in the help center that said that uh, how a battle worked. Okay. Uh, for example, uh, the twenty to eighty percent difference between shield and hull, and how you know uh, shields don't regenerate, with the exception of an officer. Okay, and that's Spock. Okay. So uh, Spock will recharge those shields, but that's the only other way. For example, when we finish a battle, we see our shields recharging, right? But that doesn't happen during a battle. Like, let's say, for example, a round goes by. We're not recharging shields at X percent per round, okay? Shields do not come back up at all until uh, the battle is over if you're not using Spock. Now, Durr says people used Arcady. I mean, way back when, Durr. I mean, yeah. I did, okay, way back when. I mean, it was so early. I had a tier one Spock. I had a tier one Spock procking with Arcady because I didn't have Kirk. And listen, without Kirk, Spock is pointless. He's worthless, 
Okay? So, Arcady... Arcady has been an underdeck officer. And that, well, sure, I learned that a year and, and four months ago. Okay? But for some of the younger level players, just heads up, FYI, Arcady doesn't function with Spock. It doesn't work. Okay? So, that's not an officer combination that you can use. Now, let's fast forward here. Okay? We're talking about shield regen during battle. Spock will take a zero shield, ladies and gentlemen, and recharge that shield. Okay? If you go through a round in a solo armada or PvP or PvE or whatever it is that you're doing, and your shield is depleted, okay? Your shield is depleted, then Spock will still come back in the second round and recharge your shields. Okay, but morale needs to be happening. You're correct. Uh, 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 a fox, a a fox. Spock needs morale at the start of the round. Okay, because that's when he recharges. Spock won't recharge in the middle of a round. It's at the beginning of a round. So, for example, if Kirk inspires morale, okay, and then he inspires morale, I think for three rounds. Okay, if there's morale there, then Spock will recharge the shields. Notice in that battle log, that's probably why he went three rounds before the shield uh, came down again, because he had morale for all three of those rounds, and Spock was recharging. Okay, so <laughs> Snake Eyes is making fun of my early game knowledge. Okay, uh, this test, Bull says, I have a question about the data. Was a test done without Spock uh, or an Enterprise to see if mud would stack each round without the shield going up and down? Uh, I don't know. Trip can answer that question. I would imagine not because if the shield only goes down once, okay, then uh, there's not an opportunity for him to proc again. Okay, and again, I say that this was probably uh, coded from a simple if and perspective. If the shield is depleted, mud procs. Simple, easy peasy, all right? But, all right, if the shield is recharged, then we're still checking that if conditional statement. And no, no, I don't think it's a bug. I think this is actually a genius way to write this officer. I think it's genius, okay? I don't think it's a bug. It's, <laughs> it's definitely not a bug, I don't think. It's written exactly as it's intended. Trip Tucker says, I did test mud with Khan and Decius, and it did not stack. Once the shields were gone, the shields were gone. Okay? So this is a genius mechanic, in my opinion, and i got to give all the credit in the world to Commander Trip Tucker, who figured it out. This was a genius test, man. All right, genius test. And, I, and I'm sure that somebody eventually may have caught on, but Trip read 57 rounds of a battle log. And he found it. Okay. Bot says, did he stack with any other damage officers? Yeah, you know, here's why I, I think it might not. Okay. Because we have determined, Bot, that the, that the uh, impact is on the base stats. So if there are other officers providing other additional uh, bonuses, I'm going to guess that, that that is all factored afterwards. I think it's just the base values that, uh, that stack. Because we, we've already determined that if you run uh, an Armada solo and, and his officer ability procs, that you're not seeing um, you know, a triple damage. If it was boosted by 200% and you were throwing 100,000 shots, then in the next round you'd see 300,000 shots. Okay, uh, what we're seeing is a net yield of roughly 25%. So base values is, is what we figured that he was working off of for the officer ability. But when he comes back in and he stacks multiple times, then, uh, then yeah, that's, that's how that's working. And I think it's written expertly. 
Okay, I, I, we we have teased Scopely in the past about the way that they write some officer abilities. I think this one was peeled. Or, oh my gosh, I'm reading JB talking about banana peels. <laughs> I think this one was written perfectly. Okay, I think this is written perfectly. I'm a bot says cough cough. What about Pike? Man, interesting test. Very interesting test. Okay, so Trip, it sounds like you're getting a couple of ideas from the community, or rather the community has gotten an idea from you and now has an opportunity to go check this out. Okay, what about Pike and Mud? Now, what do you do? I guess you could use uh, Kirk on an Enterprise. That's probably the only scenario in which that would work, Durr, right? Because you still need the shields to recharge, Okay, um, but you don't have a fourth officer slot. So if you add Pike in there, you're going to lose a slot. If you add Pike, Mud, and Kirk to an Enterprise, okay, then maybe. Now, uh, Durr also says Pike's only going to add 20 to the number of 200. So you may be giving up an officer slot unnecessarily. If it's going up 200, going up 220 is probably not a substantial difference, again, when you're talking about uh, base values. Okay, so, Durr, if 200 equals 25% in net yield, 220 is going to be what? 26% or 27%? You're better off using Carol, then. Carol uh, affects the damage after the, uh, the buffs have been applied. So, I mean, I've always been, I know a lot of people don't like her, but I've always been a fan of Carol. <clears throat> just because it's a flat weapons boost from the very beginning of battle. Someone was asking me the other day about Decius. I said, how long are you lasting? Because if you're lasting 20, 30, 40 rounds, I think Decius gets better. Okay, but if you're only lasting 10, 11, 12 rounds, then I don't think Decius is the right one to use. I think it's going to be better. Well, it's depending on how much you're getting punched, really. That's all it is, depending on how much you get hit. Well, true. Okay, but, but remember, we're talking about soloing armadas. At least what we were talking about, Mud. Now, I mean, Decius versus Carol in a normal Armada setting, I guess that depends. I like Decius because you only have to get hit, what, three, four, maybe five times before you've equaled Carol's ability. Okay? Snipe says if you have a max Decius, he's most of the time better than Carol. I agree because Decius is increasing your weapons damage by 7% or 8% or 9%, however you have him tiered, uh, every time you get hit. Let's assume that you only get hit every other round. Okay, uh, then that means it's seven percent by the time you get hit four times, and let's say you're extremely lucky, okay, and you don't get hit but once every other round, then that means you'd only make it to round eight before Decius becomes better than Carol. Okay, now if you're going in with a Kumari and you're dying in the fifth round, then Carol's your Carol's your go. Okay, Decius, you're not lasting long enough for Decius to get better. Okay, but yeah, my, my Decius is, uh, yeah, I'm at level 20. My Decius is 9%. So for me, I've only got to get hit three times, three times. Then my Decius has now increased my output above that of Carol Marcus. Okay, but now to, to get back to the original point, guys, to get back to Trip's research, Mud just became, in my opinion, more valuable for soloing armadas with a morale crew. We were talking about the right way to use him. The right way to use him is still soloing Armadas, guys. Okay? But now he's got uh, a crew that makes him more lethal. Okay? More lethal. And that is going to be morale when you can constantly recharge and allow your shields to fall. Okay? 
again, I don't, I don't think by the time your enterprise gets to a certain level, guys, the enterprise shields never fall. <laughs> okay. I mean, seriously, what is it, guys? Maybe tier five uh, or tier six. Okay. Um, tier, tier five, tier six. The, I mean, literally, the enterprise shields never fall. Captain Bull says Tier 5, and I think that's probably pretty accurate. You know, if you, if you got a Tier 2 or Tier 3 Enterprise, you can use that setup temporarily. But by the time you get your Enterprise to Tier 5, literally the shields don't ever fall. Okay? Um, a Fox says, Admiral Marcus, Spock, and Mud start triggering Mud earlier and then dance the shield on and off for longer. You know, that is potentially a, a good idea, a Fox, because uh, Admiral Marcus will not begin to start inspiring morale until the shield health is already at 80%. So at least you're getting through that first 20% faster. I like that idea. Very good. Very good, guys. All right. Admiral Marcus, Spock, and Mud, because you'll get through that first 20% of shield a little bit faster. I like it. Okay. I like it. Good ideas. Good ideas, community. All right, so for those of you listening right here, you've got one or two crews where mud just got more effective, and I like it. I like it. Well done, community. Well done. I love it. All right, so there you go. A follow-up on Harcourt Fenton Mud. Okay? Uh, so let's see. What time is it? Let's do this very quickly, ladies and gents. All right. Let's play our uh, our first play here today, shall we? Let's play our first one. What's happening to my... God. All my buttons are all going crazy here. All right, bot, hold on. Let me let me see what you're talking about here. What what about Curon, buddy? Do you have Curon? Cuz I didn't think anybody actually had him yet. Here, I'll... No one has Curon yet. He wasn't released. I didn't think so. I don't I don't think anybody <laughs> Bot says, I, don't we all? Do you really, Dur? I think you're trolling. Oh, now you're definitely trolling. <laughs> Show me a screenshot. Pixar, it didn't happen, buddy. Pixar, it didn't happen. Well, no, gosh. If you have Curon, you're probably one of a handful of players that got him. I don't have him. I didn't even know he was released. Yeah. Pixar, he wasn't. Pixar, it didn't happen. <laughs> Bot says he hasn't been released. Everybody but me. <laughs> Bot says, I'm sorry. I've been drinking heavily. Ignore me. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's find a commander. Let's find a commander very quickly to play Talking Treks Battleship. Here we go. Ah, oh, wrong button. Here we go. Okay, contest pick. Let's see who's going to be our first commander today. Ladies and gentlemen, Champ914 has been chosen. Champ914, congratulations to you. Is Champ914 listening live at this very moment? If he is, indeed, you will have an opportunity to relay a coordinate into the Talking Trek wartime computer. If you do have a chance to do that, then you'll have an opportunity to uh, have an opportunity to uh, win a prize here tonight, okay? Champ914 wastes no time, ladies and gentlemen. He's already relayed his coordinate. Let's get in there. Hang on. All right. Champ914 has wasted no time, ladies and gentlemen. He has relayed his coordinate. Let's enter it into the wartime computer. Computer D4, please. Computer D4. Delta 4. Target acquired. Ah, 
very sorry. Champ D4 is a miss. I apologize. But good guess. All right, I uh, like the guess. You guys are spacing these out very well. You guys are spacing these out pretty nicely. I appreciate it. Well done. All right, everybody. Well, don't worry. We'll have at least one more. We'll have at least one more opportunity to play before the end of this episode. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We will return with more right after the break. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Formula 408, the all-purpose cleaner that's honestly really extremely close to being as good as Formula 409. Welcome back to That's What He Said, the game that tests your knowledge of presidential candidates. First question for Stephen. What was Joe Biden talking about when he said this? You know, the rapidly rising uh, um, with, uh, I don't know. Uh, um, the national debt? Oh, I'm sorry. It was protests. That's one strike. Okay, what was Donald Trump talking about when he ended up saying this? The kidney has a very special place in the heart. The kidney. Ooh, sorry. That was a speech about jobs, and he randomly started discussing kidney doctors. Okay, two strikes, Stephen. One more and you're out. What was Joe Biden talking about when he said this? My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Duh, his Senate race. No, he said that during this year's presidential primaries. Man, I never know what these guys are talking about. Don't feel bad. Neither do they. (laughs) It's the band that's eliminating the competition. Introducing Cancel Culture Club. Do you really want to ban me? Do you really want to get me fired? Twelve anthems that are not a laughing matter. Twitter, 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 Twitter comedians. You can't tell jokes or you'll go broke. A band so powerful, audiences do what it tells them. I'll boycott for ya. I'll boycott for ya. Cancel Culture Club. I'm mad all the time. It's time to make others feel like they got a raw team. Apologies should come. They ain't making a dime. Now playing on Twitter. Filthy, rotten scoundrel of a character, right? 
mud and his selfish abilities. Welcome in, everybody. Uh, done dirt cheap, not done for cheap. Did I, did I say that wrong? Sorry. Did I say <laughs> Sorry. See, the, uh, that's my, that's my uh, idiocracy there, listening to old great lyrics. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, apologies. Hey, welcome into the show, everybody. Welcome back. Snake Eye says, yeah, it makes me think of my ex. Terrible. Hey, Champ914 offered a little bit of information there while we were in break, saying, hey, just FYI, Tier 2 Mud Officer ability goes from 200 to 250%. Okay, so yeah, 250% now, guys. Again, we said that uh, roughly 25%. So now you're getting a net increase. And gosh, man, Scopely loves their 5% increments. If 200% is getting you 25%, then I'm going to say that 250% is going to get you roughly... 30 probably 31 percent okay if you just if you if it's a straight line correlation that's going to get you a net yield of approximately 30 percent increased weapons damage that's pretty stout guys okay that on top of the stacking ability that on top of the decreased damage to the armadas he's actually now becoming an actual solo artist against armadas and golly i mean that's his thing anyway right he's a solo artist he's a solo Flyboy, a scam artist, a crook, a criminal with no love and support in his life, no crew, no companionship, only the laws in which he breaks. Okay, there you go, ladies and gentlemen, Mud, as we continue to discover ways to use him and why he is gaining, uh, he's gaining value almost every day. Okay, uh, listen, I'm not saying go out and spend thousands of dollars on trying to win an auction for him, but. If you have an opportunity, if you look at that leaderboard and you're like, well, golly, I've got a shield upgrade to do on my Burrell, okay? Just saying, all right, there is an opportunity to make him good. Now, Chick says if he has no crew, then why is he a part of Mud's crew? <laughs> well, I guess one could argue that Mud is his own crew, right? Hey, what was the, uh, what was the captain of the uh, – what was the name of the ship in Picard? It actually had a very peculiar name. Somebody help me out. Your mics are potted up. Uh, can't remember the name. It was a unique name of the ship that Picard hired uh, in the new Picard series. All right. He had a crew. They were just all holograms, right? So, you know, hey, just saying. <laughs> Trip says, was just thinking with Solo Armada, Marcus wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be a good choice. You lose Mud's captain's ability, which is needed more. You know what? That's actually a good, good point. Good point. That's not a spoiler, Durr. Thank you, La Serena. Thank you, or La Siri Serena. <laughs> I'm not getting it right. I apologize. But yes, you're right. The La Serena and the captain who had a crew of all EMHs. Durr says, now you've ruined it. Now you've ruined it, sir. Well, my apologies. All right. I do think you need to go back. It was, I mean, it's an early episode, Durr. You need to get, I mean, why are you, have you, why have you not watched it yet? What's your problem, man? How have you not watched Picard? CBS gave you all access for free here just a couple of months ago. I mean, the, the whole season. You could have gotten it for... You didn't have to... He says, I refuse to pay. You didn't... Oh, you already used your trial. Use a different email address, you goofball. <laughs> Use a different email. 
Oh, goodness gracious. All right. Anyway. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. Talking Trek Live is on your uh, computer, mobile phone, radio, perhaps, on your Siri device. How about that smart speaker in your house? Hey, Snake Eyes. Hey, why don't you throw up a list of the pods there? You guys take a look at how many different places you can access us. Did you know that you can say, hey, Alexa, listen to Talking Trek and she will actually pull up this podcast. Yes, she will. All you got to do is say that. Hey, Alexa, listen to Talking Trek, and boom, there I am. All right? On demand, everybody. On demand. All right? Hey, how many, how many Alexas did I just activate just now? Is, any, is anybody in their home with their speakers up? <laughs> how many Alexas did I just kick off? Ha <laughs> ha, Snake Eyes says mine. Glitch says mine. <laughs> Uh, Sinclair says, mine said no. <laughs> That's awesome. Appreciate you guys. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, the podcast is available everywhere, okay? You can even do it on uh, the Player FM, on your Android, iPhone, Smart TV, Chromecast even, Smart Watches, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we're all over the place, okay? Uh, so check us out. Got no excuse. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk to you very quickly about something that gave us all a mild heart attack this week. It, uh, it certainly did. What was it, Thursday? Wednesday or Thursday? I can't remember. But I certainly know I, for one, received a mild heart attack. Okay? Uh, and it was when Swarm was launched without my con shards. <laughs> it was it was Oh god. Oh god. Oh I I had a mild cardiac infarction, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? I did. I I, I had a serious heart attack and a half. Okay? Now I made a video on that today. Did you really? Did ya? Yes I did. Oh see I didn't watch it. I was at work all day today. I was actually busy for a Sunday, which is odd. Um but uh yeah, I, I was uh I was busy today. And did get a chance to check that out. So you guys make sure and check out fellow content creator, No One Shell, sponsored by Amazon.com and Manscaping.com. And um, what's the grow your own hair for men? That stuff. They sponsor him too. Okay. I have no hair. What are you talking about? <laughs> grow your own hair for men. Uh, so anyway, listen. Uh, Swarm Sunday launched this week and obviously launched a lot of speculation on the official Discord. We were all panicking because Khan and Mara were gone. Khan and Mara disappeared, and what we got instead were ultra recruit tokens. Now, there was actually a lot of healthy debate, okay? There was a lot of healthy debate on the official Discord, and believe it or not, this was, um, this was interesting. This was a change that Scopely made that, believe it or not, ladies and gents, kind of split the audience down the middle, okay? It kind of split the audience down the middle. They said that um, they were going to give, if you completed both heroic and the normal threat from beyond, you got 800 ultra recruit tokens. Okay? Uh, You got 800. Now, Sinclair says, personally, I was okay with the recruit tokens, assuming it was a one-off. Okay? Assuming that it was an isolated event. All right? Snake Eyes said there was a huge outcry because Khan wasn't in the rewards. Uh, Stevens Aaron says it wasn't a Sunday, so they didn't have the con. Here's the thing about that, Stevens Aaron. It, 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 they've always done that. They literally have never launched a Swarm Sunday without Mara and Khan. Okay? Misty says, I need Khan. Snake Eyes says, a lot of people want Khan. Chronic Break says there was an Officer Shard event going on, and points were being given for the epic shards. I don't know if that's why they did it, Chronic. Uh, I, um, I reached out 
to uh, live ops and didn't really get a solid answer. Okay, so I'm not exactly I'm not exactly sure. Now Stowe says, yeah, it split the audience down the middle. It split the idiots from the smart players. Yeah, I'd be curious, though, which one you think is actually uh, on, on which side of the aisle. Because here was the thing. Stevens Aaron says people were complaining, thinking it was going to be the new normal. It could still be. All right. I, I don't know. Okay. We really don't know. Um, I, I am concerned if it would be. Now, here's why I'm concerned. Okay. Uh, now, Glitch says I had Khan and Mara. Um, but that would be from today's swarm event. Is that correct, Glitch? Because Con and Mars showed up today, okay? But Wednesday and Thursday, they didn't, okay? Wednesday and Thursday, they didn't. Now, the Aardvark says things change. And you know what? You're absolutely right. Mechanics do change. And if it does end up changing, uh, this is one that I'm not going to be a huge fan of, but I'm going to roll with it because I always expect and appreciate that things are kept a little bit fresh, Okay, and that uh, things will continue to evolve. Shade says, I actually preferred the ultra recruit tokens. Chronic says, it makes sense to me. Okay, this is really interesting. Durr says, I'd rather have the tokens over Mara, which now just goes to transporter shards. Okay. Um, I think transporter shards are more valuable than those officers, to be honest. Some people don't have Pike, and that was the way they can get them. Okay. Now listen, I'm not I'm not disagreeing. Okay, but let's think about this mathematically. Okay, now if there's a supply and demand issue, I I'm, I totally get it. But for me personally, as a player, okay, I am chasing con. I am chasing a maxed con. I'm mining my green every day. I'm redeeming charged nanoprobes every day for extra independent credits, guys. I will have a maxed con. Okay, and. I was talking to Gregor about this the other day. As of right now, I am 690 shards away. 690 shards. Okay? Now, FYI, Khan is available with transporter patterns. Okay? So we got that. But uh, at 1,000 transporter patterns per blueprint or per shard. So I would much rather have con in a swarm sunday event because at ops 36 fyi i get 15 shards a week 15 a week guys between the heroic and between the threat from beyond i get 15 a week can, okay. I, can I poke something in there though of course absolutely so okay you're saying you get 15 a week but how many on the ultra recruit side how many do you get out of that one poll is it equal i don't ever I don't get fi- so. i don't ever get 15 con shards first of all you only get 10 exactly or no, you get 15, let's say, what's the number we get for in total for Connemara Shards compared to a 800-pull one-check? I don't actually pay attention to Mara. Uh, what, is, does Mara what does Mara get you guys? I get 15 Con Shards, which means I'm probably getting probably 20 Mara Shards. If I, if I had yeah, to guess, so it's probably it's not, more than it, that. It's, it's not an equal trade-off if you look at it compared to one 800-pull. I'll, I'll, I'll counter that. I pulled a full pull of Yuki, which to me is definitely an equal trip. Well, That's a small number, though. That's a small I number mean, that you're going to get a full pull. Yeah, it's a 5% chance. And Sinclair, you know, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna poke a little fun at you. You always say that you have the worst luck in the world here. You actually came out a big old winner. 
Okay, you came out a huge winner on that trade. First time in quite a, quite a long time. <laughs> you came out a, a huge winner. Now, uh, A Fox says so. Eight hundred um, uh, purple officers uh, or eight hundred ultra recruits versus how many transporter patterns? Okay, somebody help me out here. Uh, let's pull up a calculator. It's only about like two thousand, to be honest. Two or three thousand out of the well, whole pool. Got to be more than that because I get fifteen con. That's seventy. That's about what I get. You probably get even more. All right, so 15 con is 1,125. Let's say 25 Mara is 1,875. So I'm probably pulling in the neighborhood of 3,000 transporter patterns per Sunday. 3,000. Okay, that's and enough that's for three th- officers you can get out of, or three that's one shard per three shard you can get out of your choice. Three shards. I, I'm giving. Mm, I don't. I, me personally, because Khan is an officer, I'm going after. And this is why the community was split, guys. This is exactly why the community was split. Those who are chasing Khan versus those who have written Khan off. Okay, there you go. Perfect example. Thank you, No One Shell. You're on the other side of the aisle from me. Okay, so I am chasing a maxed con. I, to me, 15 con shards a week is more valuable than 3,000 transporter patterns. Okay, now for anybody else, uh, listen, you were getting you were getting three epic shards. Now with an 800 ultra recruit uh, tokens, you can get as many as five with the potential of a lucky pull. Okay, so that's that's good. That's great. Okay. Um, the epic tokens also allow you to complete officer shard events. Durr, you're correct about that. So I, I'm not saying that there's not pros and cons on both sides. I think it depends on your goal. Okay, JB says 800 ultas don't come anywhere close to equaling Mara and Khan shards. Not close at all. And I agree with you straight up mathematically, JB. But if somebody has written off Khan, then they'd probably rather, you know, get 10 other shards rather than have, you know, transporter patterns. I, I get it. It's dependent on what you're going after. Okay. Battalion says at Ops 33, I get 11 of each. Uh, Mara is 13. Okay, sorry, Kaiser. Is, is it it's only 13 between both events? Because I'm getting 15 con. I get seven out of, I get eight out of heroic and seven out of the regular. Is Mara the same way? 11 each at 34. Uh, bot says 18 con, but bot's like I think a 41. At 37, I'm getting 13 con shards. Okay, sorry guys. I, I may have thought of that wrong. It may be 13 instead of 15. Nonetheless, okay, you can't tell me that 13 con shards is worth less than 800 ultra recruit tokens. Okay, with the ultra recruit tokens, you have no control over what you get. Okay, now Stevens Aaron says, "So what? Nothing stopped this Sunday. You're still getting the con." Uh, I, you're right, Stevens Aaron. Obviously, nothing has has been made permanent yet. He says, "I like them both." I'm just kind of wanting to get the feel. All right, there was a lot of listen. What if Scopely was testing the water? What if Scopely said, "Hey, we're going to throw this out here for this outlaw arc. See what the reaction is." And, uh, and see if we can get away with doing this in the future. Listen, guys, Khan is an extremely powerful officer. Extremely powerful. Okay? Maybe Scopely is saying, hey, listen, let's slow down that acquisition. I mean, it still takes 880 shards between Tier 4 and Tier 5 and 11,000 independent credits. So I don't know how it goes much slower than that. But I, let, me, let me just throw this out here, guys. Okay? If I had let's let's fast forward. If I had an eight, if I had all eight hundred and eighty shards, okay, eleven thousand independent credits is going to cost me three hundred dollars. 
let me tell you something right now, okay? Without a shadow of a doubt, hands down, open my wallet, I would give Scopely $300 for Max Con Right here, right now, today, no questions asked. If I had... Latinum, baby. Use Latinum. If I had... No, it's, it's actually cheaper to buy the independent uh, recruit pack. Okay? It's cheaper. You get 4,000 independent credits for 100 bucks, guys. Okay? Those of well, you... Well, to tier four, I think it costs 11,000 independent credits. That's my point. $300 buys me enough independent credits to max con. Bet your swampy ass I would do that. Yeah, I'm talking to you, no one, Shell. <laughs> hey, I clean myself. Leave me alone. <laughs> hey, you, listen, there's not, there's not a doubt in my mind. Okay, if I had 880 shards of con, it would not. It'd be a no. Oh, dude, I, I'm ready. I want to take them up there, but I waited out. No brainer. Okay, if I had 880 shards, $300 would immediately exit my bank account and be deposited into Scopely's. All right, I will buy the independent credits necessary. I mean, four thousand for a hundred bucks, guys. That's a deal. Okay, that's a super deal. I'm not trying. I wasn't planning on advocating for a pack today, but that's a deal. As hard as independent credits have been have been to get, four thousand for a hundred bucks. That's a deal. You guys hear me? That's a deal. If you guys are looking for independent credits and you got a little money to spend, that's your pack. All right? To me, the, the slowdown or the gateway to con was now Swarm Sunday. Because I could have the independent credits tomorrow. Okay? I could have the independent credits tomorrow. But I need the shards. <laughs> I need 690 more. Okay. By the way, Herc, there's badges in that ulti- in that independent recruit pack as well. Okay, there's badges in that pack too. So not only are you getting four thousand independent credits, you're getting six badges too. FYI, stupid good pack. Stupid good. Not to mention it's loaded with latinum. What is it like eighteen thousand or twenty thousand latinum? Somebody. Oh, Trash Panda says That's it's nine badges. Nine badges. Okay, Durr says I get 130 for free every single day. I don't disagree. I'm doing the same exact thing you're doing, Durr. I'm getting 130. Let's see, I get 80 and 50. Yeah, it's 130. I'm getting 130 every day too, okay? And, and, and in fairness, the reason that I haven't bought that pack is because I, haven't, I don't have the shards yet, okay? So I've been using Swarm Sunday to get my con shards. Now, back to the original point, okay? Here's what I'm asking you, community. The Discord was split straight down the middle. What do you guys want? Do you want to continue a path to con? Or do you want to say, hey, let's gate him off? Because by the way, if Swarm Sunday drops con, if Swarm Sunday drops con, there is two ways left to obtain him. One is ridiculously expensive. That's through transporter patterns. Extremely slow, extremely expensive. The second... I got a simple fix. Hang on. You might be bringing up something that I don't know about, but the second option to get him is the original Augment Recruit Pack. And by the way, that pack is diluted with green uncommons from a year and a half ago. Okay? <laughs> hey, does anybody want more shards of Katie and Otto and Joaquin? I grinded my first con through that whole chest. I did too. I'm, listen, that was the only way to do it back then. Okay? But then Swarm Sunday started. 
and now my con is level four thanks to swarm sunday good god don't take it away that's my opinion don't take it away i need those shards i need them snipe says his 36 pack is 4850 okay i'm and 40,000 Latinum? I need to double check. I thought Maybe I was still thinking of my 35 numbers, Snipes. I must have been thinking of my 35 numbers because last time I looked, it was 4,000. And let me be clear. I don't need it yet, okay, because I don't have the shards, okay? But that pack, thank you for posting that, Snipes, that pack is redonkulous. You guys talk about the Battle Pass pack for $20, okay? The Battle Pass pack for $20 is the greatest, cheapest pack to ever be in the game. The greatest second place, right there. Ultra Independent Recruit Pack. That's a stupid good pack. Stupid good. I know I've talked about this before. Stupid good pack, ladies and gents. Stupid good. No one shall. You have a third way to obtain con? Because I'd love to know about it. No, it was more of an easier fix than anything else. Okay, we got so sorry i'm driving so i push on push off so basically for this whole event they just need to make a instead of the shards they give out for the event itself they need to give a like a uh, event-based uh coin and then you would go into your refinery and you would choose either the 100 recruit tokens or the mara and con shards as is would be the easiest fix <laughs> and would give both sides kind of happiness in a sense i don't think Scopely is going to do that because if they end up changing the economy, okay, if they change the economy of Khan, they're doing it with a purpose. If they change the economy of Khan, that's because they don't want Khan out there. Okay? I mean, seriously. If they if they take Khan away from Swarm Sunday, it's because they don't want him there. Okay? So I don't necessarily agree with that idea, okay? Now, what I could put, what I could potentially get behind, okay? What I could potentially get behind is an event-based pack, for example, like we got with Bork. Okay? Kind of like what we have with the augments now. But by the way, have you guys noticed? Khan is not in the 2X augment pack. How stupid is that? Okay? We got the three new augment officers, and then we've got all the purple and blue officers that we've always had, but in the 2-star, or the 2X Sorry, the double chance augment pack that we got in the Ultra Recruit store right now? There's no con! How are you going to sell a two times augment package without con? Mm, you tell me. Why is con not in the augment package? He's the king augment. All right. So there is your discussion piece, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to take it back. I want you to talk to your teams. Come back here. Get with our moderators. By the way, tonight, thank you so very much, Stevens Aaron. Britallion and the Wicked Witch are all here. They're all moderators. Brand spankingly new appointed. Okay, get with Snake Eyes. Relay your data. I'd love to know what the community thinks. I want to submit real feedback. I have a personal opinion, but that's not what I'm here to do. Okay, it's not what I'm here to do. What I'm here to do is to relay your opinion. Okay? I'll, I'll give myself a vote. <laughs> I'll give myself a vote. All right? But I want to know what you guys think. Okay? Because to me, removing Khan from Sundays is a terrible idea. Horrible. Terrible. Dastardly idea. Okay? Mm. I don't know. You guys tell me. You sound off. All right? And uh, we'll make sure that Scopely can hear us loud and clear. 
because getting rid of Khan, I mean, listen, 690 shards. I'm going to do the math for you real quick. If I get 13, 690 divided by 13. Guys, I am still literally one entire year away. I'm 53 weeks away. That's using Swarm Sunday. <laughs> 53 weeks away from a max con. All right? If you make me do it with transporter patterns, that number just went up exponentially. Okay? I mean, I, listen, for me, getting 13 a week, I'm still a year away. And I'm at tier four. Okay? If you guys plan on maxing your cons sometime in the next decade, we need to keep Swarm Sunday. Just saying. Okay? Just saying. Um, let's see. Snake Eyes, did we have anything else to go over? I know we're right at about 90 minutes on time. I think we're about good, right? Uh, maybe we should go ahead and take our final break. When we come back, we'll play our last round of Battleship for today, do a couple of promotions, and get ready to wrap up and uh, go enjoy the rest of our Sunday evening. Do you have anything else, Snake Eyes, or should we go ahead and take our last break? Uh, Kirko says, why can't we win badges on events? Huh, good question. Mainly because the right now, as of right now, Scopely is still controlling the economy of these badges. Okay, that's the whole reason they haven't figured out a way to give us any more, is that right now, they're still a controlled substance. <laughs> the, the badges are narcotics, okay? They can do it. They have chosen not to do it. Oh, my goodness gracious, Nostromo, thank you for reminding me. Rare Armada chest research. You know what? We do. We got to take a break very quickly and come back to that, okay? Uh, because I've been putting that off for two weeks. Okay. Uh, the bear says, didn't you know you can get them from PVP? Sure can. Go kill one million blue ships. You'll earn a badge, maybe. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. As a matter of fact, um, I'll tell you guys this real quick. For those of you on server 15, I am adopting a Revduce special. Uh, I've been sharing this with some people, but you know what? If you're listening on 15 and you're not a part of the Discord or not real active on Discord, I'll go ahead and tell you this. Uh, I'm kicking off the Ultimate DJ's Armada Tour 2.0. Uh, Revduce did this uh, several months ago where he visited uh, different alliances on server 20, and he was running Armadas and teaching and doing this stuff. Uh, and... I thought it was a great idea. I told him at the time, I said, that's super generous. It's a great idea. Uh, and he says, you know, it gets people excited. It gets people an opportunity to learn and earn for players who might not all the time get an opportunity to run these armadas. So server 15, let me hear, uh, let, let me, I want you to hear me, okay? Server 15, I will be visiting over the next several days um, a number of alliances, okay? Have your leadership reach out to me. Have your leadership message me, or, or you can message me here. Put me in touch with your leadership. I've got three or four alliances already booked over the next, uh, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten days. Um, I will be visiting alliances where I will be running armadas nonstop. I'll be cracking bases for you if that's what you want. We'll be teaching. We're going to be learning. Uh, anything that I can do to help you become a better player, okay, in your alliance. And I'm not talking the big alliances, the guys that are running epics uh, and running rares all the time. I'm not talking about the top five alliances. I'm talking about small and mid-tier alliances, small and mid-tier alliances that have, that have not had an opportunity. I'll tell you what, you guys know that, I, that I've talked before. I used to be from UKA. I was their admiral for a long time. Um, I went into UKA. When, when was it, Baymax? Yesterday? Uh, came into, Bay, uh, into Baymax's uh, alliance yesterday, UKA, and just spent all day running Armadas. We probably ran 20, okay, between Rare and Epic. Uh, of course, sponsored by Scopely. Scopely has sanctioned this. 20-some um, Armadas yesterday. And 
guys, it was so rewarding. It was so rewarding. It was – some of you larger players, I think, may potentially take it for granted. But let me tell you, all right, I had a player private message me uh, from UKA and say, gosh, I can't believe you're doing this for us. I'm not doing it. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I guess I am. I'm spending the time. But, but, but Scopely has encouraged this type of behavior. He said, we haven't run a rare here in, in maybe a week or two. All right. Uh, yesterday, yesterday, what was he, Baymax? A level 20? Maybe a level 21? Guys, a level 21 opened an epic armada chest. Okay. A level 21 opened an epic armada chest and won three officer badges. Okay. Three officer badges for a level 21. I told him to save them. <laughs> I said, you're going to need those one day. You better hang on to them. Okay. Hang on to them. All right. And, and data systems, technical chief Why'd says, you tell me that it just makes me like my stomach feel. <laughs> he says, right what about the rest of us who don't have a content creator on our server? I, I, I know that believe it or not, actually, believe it or not, Rev and I have both talked about this. We have discussed now that server transfers are an oper- or, you know, are a thing. We have actually talked to Scopely about the feasibility of moving accounts across servers so that we can do things like this for other servers. We actually have talked about that. Uh, it's not ready yet, guys. Okay, it's not there yet. But it actually, believe it or not, is, is a conversation that's been, that's been discussed. Okay, uh, And Rev and I are both proponents for it. I, I guess no one shell would probably love it too. We haven't actually talked to you about it. but It doesn't bother me. Uh, it's a great idea, and we actually are working with Scopely right now on the technicality of that. So believe it or not, uh, we, we have been talking about it. But, uh, but yeah, so for those of you on, on 15, and, and again, guys, this is, not for, this is not for the number one alliance, all right? So if you guys are in a huge alliance, I mean, it, it wouldn't benefit you anyway. We're talking small and mid-tier alliances who haven't had an opportunity to ever run an epic, okay? I mean, seriously, all right? UKA hasn't run a rare in weeks. All right. I was thrilled to that. And, and man, the graciousness of these players, we take it for granted. By the way, by the way, someone told me, I asked them, what do you want to win? What would you want to win? If you open an epic chest, what's the full pull that you want? Can you believe that more than one player in UKA says, I want a divorce? More than one said, I would kill for a full pull of a divorce. <laughs> Guys, that is the free to uh, play grind. Okay. That's the free-to-play pain. They need latinum, okay? They're using more latinum in a day than they can possibly get out of rewards for free, okay? They want, they want a divorce. Well, I hope they get one. I hope we run enough Epic Armada chests for somebody to get a full pull. I mean, Ares, these are, these are lower 20s level players. I don't even think they have an opportunity at the Epic ships. Misty, what do you got? So with server mergers, Mm-hmm. I know server 16's like, well, they're not going to merge a server with us because of how active our server is. But I'm like, guys, server 16 is wide and open. They're like, how do you know? I'm like, I have another account and server 16 is open. So how are they going to fix the mechanics for players where we have multiple people on multiple servers that are 40 and above? that are in the top alliances like have they figured that mechanic out or are they just working with the smaller servers that are like brand new well so first of all if you've got multiple accounts on the same server you're kind of doing yourself a disservice anyway all right because now you count as two daily actives 
you count as two daily actives. Okay, so I mean, it like if I if I had an alternate account and I brought it to server fifteen, I would be doing fifteen and injustice because I'm inflating the numbers. Okay, so uh, here's the thing: Scopely has not communicated how they're choosing servers other than low population. Okay, Scopely has only said we're focusing on low pop servers. Right now, it has nothing to do with player size. As a matter of fact, servers. Oh God, help me. One ninety four and one ninety five. Uh, 194 and 195 are getting ready to merge, and those are bigger servers than I would have expected, to be honest with you. Okay? I, that was what I, ex- I expected them to be smaller. These are decent-sized servers. So I think Scopely has a mechanic. They have not communicated it with us other than low population, which by definition is a low number of average daily logins. Okay? So uh, to answer your question, I don't really know what mechanic you're looking at i don't think they're really looking much at power okay to be honest i think they are looking at um number of daily actives now again power i think is a part of it Uh, that's not what they've shared with me you know i don't think they're going to take server 45 which is brand new and merge it with server 149 for example okay i don't expect that okay but i do expect 149 to be paired up with a server of roughly an equal age and a roughly equal population guys listen there's 97 game servers 97 okay i'm sure that there is a server out there that is roughly comparable to yours all right and then you will eventually possibly get a merge if your server is low pop okay there you go Okie dokie. I was just curious. Yeah, I mean, we, we, don't, we just don't know, all right, other than low population. And again, Rev and I talked about this on the last show. <laughs> Servers 191 and 192 combined only, <coughs> excuse me, only have 130 players. Still, they're still low pop, okay? Britt says 149 has about 250 actives at the most, yet Server 194 and 195, who are getting the merge here in just a couple of days, we actually, Rev and I, last count, we expect each of those servers to have a couple hundred. Okay? So, Britt, Stevens Aaron, this may actually be good things for you. Okay? 250 is on Scopely's radar. So, if 149 only has 250, you're on the radar. Okay? Fingers crossed, Britt says. <laughs> Stevens Aaron says, yep, yep, yep. You guys are on the radar. Okay? That's a good thing. Okay? It's a good thing. All right, guys. Um, Yeah, we've got to take a break. When we come back, we'll get into the rare Armada chest research, and uh, we'll release that. We'll play our final round of Battleship. It's all coming up. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek on an action-packed episode of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Schmuckers, the Jelly 4 Schmoes. It's the album that's eating the competition. The Beach Boys, Summer of Love Handles. Round, round, big and round, I'm big and round, yeah, big and round, I'm big and round. Summer has never sounded bigger. T-shirts in the pool now. Got so fat at home school. Summer of Love Handles, now selling on iTunes and coming soon to a restaurant near you. Wendy's, Wendy's, I went along, went along. I had burgers and ice cream cones. I never thought that I could cry. 
tonight on an all-new Unsolved Mysteries. We explore the question on everyone's mind. Why is the year 2020 so f***ed up? I've never seen anything like it. One day I'm working around the clock. Next thing you know, I'm locked in the house for three months watching Tiger King. No year has ever been so bonkers. It started with those crazy Australian wildfires in January. And then they impeached the president. And we had a mini-war with Iran. I had a weird dream where there was this virus getting everyone sick. But there were a million people out on the streets protesting. Then this angry Twitter mob's trying to get everyone fired. Unsolved Mysteries. Why is 2020 so f***ed up? It's enough to make you want to start a new country in Seattle. Tune in at night, and who knows, perhaps you could help solve a mystery. Luckily, we've got the election coming up to calm things down. <laughs> yeah. 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 This rap game is mine, and it's not a game. How much you heard? Oh, come on! It's what you hearing. <laughs> it's what you hearing. Listen. It says it's clean. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. Uh, uh, X gonna give it to you. What? I'll pay you to get it on. Oh, come on! X gonna deliver to you. Knock, knock. Open up the door. It's real. With the non-stop box. It says clean. All right. All right. Uh, that's still going. Oh, come on. All right, Snake Eyes. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Snake Eyes. All right, Durr. You're you're such a jerk, man. Durr says, hey, play uh, play X school. Give it to you. That's what he sounds like, by the way. If you've never heard Durr talk, he sounds just like this. <laughs> I'm putting on my glasses. <laughs> I'm kidding. Actually, oh, that's actually that's accurate. <laughs> you know what else is uh, accurate? You know what's uh, about as accurate is the song description that says "clean edit." Give me a freaking break! Good God Almighty! All right, so there's 38 edits for those of you listening uh, in podcast. Listen, for those of you who don't get to download the show until 11:30 p.m. on Thursday, that's because I just gave myself 38 edits. Okay, uh, so <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the description was written by the same people who write officer cards. You're exactly right, guys. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys, if you would, very quickly, take a look in the graphics room. We've got very few minutes, very few minutes left to go over this. So let's do it very quickly. In the graphics room during the commercial break, I posted this research provided by my very dear friend and confidant, Big Country. By the way, uh, you guys have heard me talk about Big Country a lot. He's, uh, he's another whale friend of mine. And uh, you guys have heard me mention him a lot. He's been in the podcast room a lot. And, uh, you know, he and Gregor talk a lot. And, and uh, Big Country has, has uh, contributed a lot of VIP and whale-type research to this show. And I appreciate it very, very much. Big Country told me that the reason for his name had nothing, in fact, at all to do with where he lived. 
<laughs> I just always assumed that he was like me and he lived in the country and that maybe, maybe, you know, he, he could have potentially been a larger guy. Maybe he was a stocky guy, but big country, big country. All right. I always just kind of imagined like a big old redneck. Okay. That's what I imagine. I imagine just the big old lovable, cuddly teddy bear who drinks moonshine like water. All right, who could outman any single one of us all added together. He was the guy that could win a bar fight with one hand tied behind his back and blindfolded. Okay? Uh, that's that's how I always think about big country. All right. By the way, super nice guy. I'm not that none of that is mean. By the way, <laughs> and I don't know, I probably shouldn't say this. So I'm not I, I won't tell you what city is from, but he here's what he told me. Big country. Big country lives right smack dab in the middle of one of the nation's largest cities. Okay? Uh, He plays for a softball team. I don't remember if he told me it was for a church or for his company or whatnot, but he plays on a softball team. And the reason he has the name Big Country is because he can hit, hold on, I quote, guys, this is not this is not made up. He told me, the reason my name is Big Country is because uh, on my softball team, I'm a larger guy, and they told me that I can hit a softball a country mile. Yes, I can hit a softball a country mile, so they call me Big Country. <laughs> I, not at all what I would have had pegged. Not at all. I'm all still right. going to picture him with a cowboy hat. That's I think that's change. completely appropriate. Okay? <laughs> I mean, I'm with you. All right? I, but, yeah, now, now I got a picture of, like, a six-foot-eight, 280-pound, rock-hard dude smacking a softball 400 yards <laughs> or 400 feet. That's what I think of now. Okay, I mean, just a towering behemoth of a man standing over home plate with a, a two by eight for a baseball bat <laughs> and just swinging and just cracking the hide right off that softball. Okay, that's what I'm thinking about. I mean, you, you got it. Uh, the bear says you're thinking about rock hard dudes. God, I am now. All right, jeez. <laughs> I am now. I am every single time his 8 million jelly shows up, bot. You're right. Every single time he shows up and cracks my base. That's what I'm thinking about now. All right. Yeah, that's right. Kaiser says, think Stone Cold Steve Austin playing baseball. There you go. All right. Uh, so anyway, there you go. But anyway, guys, back to the back to the research at hand. Down in the graphics room, uh, I want to point this out. So there's been questions. All right, there's been questions in the past about payouts of these chests, and we're going to cover this very quickly. We uh, the question was presented: Is there a better efficiency to opening one chest versus two chests versus six? Okay. And the reason that this question came up is natural. Okay. The refinery punishes you for spending more material it's a plain and simple fact i challenge anybody excuse me that was gross that was taco bell i challenge anybody to come up to me and tell me that their triple refinery pays them better than their double refinery you'll never see it you will never ever ever see it or at least it's not happened ever in the history of scopely Okay, it could change one day. Okay, it could change one day. God, I hope so. I sure hope so. Okay. Now Stowe says the sample size of the data is too small. I don't know that I dis- I don't know that I agree with that. Okay, most everything that we've ever done here is based on a month's worth of data. Now listen, we could continue to expand on the data. This question really kind of only came up here about a month and a half ago. 
Okay, but hey, listen. Does anybody have any? Uh, is is a year and a half good for you, Stone? Because we've been testing the triple refinery payout for the last eighteen months. The triple refinery payout blows. Okay, it's chunky. It's so bad. All right. Now, Stone like said, "Talk about." <laughs> yeah, that was gross. I'm so sorry. I'll probably edit that out because it's embarrassing. Okay. Uh, but anyway, the, looking at the data here, okay, I agree. The data set's not particularly large, but we still have some averages here. And there's a lot of options in the rare chest, okay? You got the Enterprise BPs, D4 and Augur, okay? You got all those epics, okay? You've got other epic uh, Armada directives and, uh, and the speed-ups, okay? You got the raw mat- materials and the uncommon materials. So there's, there is a substantial amount of variety that's possible, Stowe, okay? There's a variety that's possible. And even though we only maybe have pulled, you know, 10 or 12 chests of each, take a look at the averages. They're actually really close, Okay. Now, yeah, there's a there's a variance here. For example, suppose you know it looks as though uh, if you're looking at the at the orange bar. Okay, the orange bar is kind of the key. That is the average per chest. Okay, the average per chest. Because obviously, if you pull six chests at a time, then you're getting the you know six times of the random chance. Okay. So when you average, when you take everything that you pulled and then you divide it by six, that's the orange bar in the top part of the data. You take in the middle section of the data, you take everything that you drew and divide it by two. That's the average per chest for the two chest pull. And then of course, at the bottom, you got the average, which is easy to figure. Okay. Very easy to figure up because it's only one chest pulls. Okay. Uh, the thing is, you've got a couple of variances here, Stowe, and that's, and that's okay. Like you say, it's not enough data to draw a, a steadfast conclusion, but it's enough for me to feel comfortable in saying that if you've got enough tokens to pull a six chest, then you're not going to lose anything. You're not hurting yourself. Okay. Take a look here. For example, the only two items that are wildly different is that in the two chest, all right, and it looks like he got a, a couple, it looks like he got a lucky pull there. Take a look at the one on May 27th where he got 83 uncommon crystal. That is definitely an outlier there, okay? That's not common if you look at all the other pulls, 28, 28, 14, 42, 14, 83, okay? That is an outlier. That was a lucky pull, okay? So it skews the data a little bit. Same thing. Go up to look at the six chest, okay? You got a 98, then you got a 42, an 83, a 55, a 152, then a 14, okay? Some of them are crappy. Some of them are good. There is still an RNG at work here, but if you look at them overall, okay? 0.33 to 0.41. Let's see, uh, 6.2 to 6.5, 3.8 to 5.1, 5.8 to 6.7. There is enough of a general uh, consistency here that I don't think, I don't think that you are losing efficiency with the six chest, okay? Uh, Deep Space says, what ops level was the data set for? Pretty high. What is he now? A 41 or uh, 42? 42? Durr, help me out. Big country. I believe he's an ops. Oh, 43, 44, 44. Okay. So those payouts are going to be a little bit larger than what you guys see. Okay. Um, he's, he's at ops 44. So his payouts are going to be a little bit stronger. But the, again, if you guys remember big country, he was the one that uh, him and Wardod provided the data on prime research. Okay, they they love doing this kind of stuff. And the reason that they do it is to test efficiency, not necessarily the exact payout, because Ops 44 payout is going to be more than an Ops 35 payout. 
okay? But they're testing the efficiency. They're testing the efficiency. Now, Deep Space says, then why no jelly blueprints? Because they tested it on rares. They tested it on rares. Guys, if you want, if you want, you know, 50 entries worth, that's going to take a year on an epic because there's a six-day cooldown. <laughs> a six-day cooldown. It's actually six days and 12 hours. Gag me with a fork. Okay? Six days and 12 hours is your cooldown on the epic chest. It would take a year just to get 50 pulls to test it out. Okay? And that's, I mean, a whole year. Okay, so um, it's hard to get a lot of quantifiable data on an epic. But the reason you don't see any jelly blueprints there is because that research was done on the rare chest, which, all right, if I really want to draw a very scary correlation, okay, that leads me to believe the same thing for the epics. I would not be scared of running a double chest over a single chest in the epic uh, armada chest if you've got the tokens to do it especially guys especially since your cooldown is six days and 12 hours if you've got the credits spend them i mean if you only open one chest at a time you're literally doubling the amount of time it could take you to get the the same amount of materials okay so if you've got them spend them i don't think there's any reason to fear the multiple chest pulls okie doke thank you very much Excuse me, I'm coughing all kinds of something tonight. Um, all right, is that uh, is that good, Snake Eyes? I think that good. That's good for there. That wraps that up. Promotions, ladies and gentlemen. Promotions, very quickly. Please visit our website. That is talkingtrekstfc.online. Uh, when you go to our website, uh, we haven't talked about this very much, but uh, I do want to say, Snake Eyes, that uh, I did receive my order. Thank you. I went into the Talking Trek merchandise store, and Snake Eyes, what was it? Now, this has been a few weeks ago, uh, but I got my order. What was it? Like $350 worth of stuff. I think I ordered uh, because, and I've made no secret about sharing this. Uh, the merchandise store is uh, is a part of Snake Eyes' compensation plan. He decides. I mean, he builds all that stuff, and so uh, if I buy stuff from there, that's supporting him. I encourage you guys to do that. He's a vital member of this team. Uh, he's probably the most important one, isn't it, uh, Chick? What you say? He's uh, talking trek with Snake Eyes and the other guy. Okay, uh, <laughs> just it's something like that. Well, no one shell says just pay him. Uh, who says I don't do that too? Okay, but I like the merchandise store and I like for it to stay, uh, stick around and I want you guys to be able to use that and there's all kinds of good stuff in there all the time. Okay, all kinds of good stuff. So visit our website, that is TalkingTrekSTFC.online and click the link for the Talking Trek merchandise store where you can find all kinds of goodies, okay? We put some new stuff in there from time to time and then it cools down and then we put some stuff back in there and then it cools down. But, uh, you know, there is some good stuff in there. And Snake Eyes, didn't you tell me uh, just recently that now they have upgraded the phone case models, so now all the latest uh, phones are now available. So for those of you that were complaining that they didn't have like the Galaxy 4 and the iPhone 10 or iPhone 11 or whatever the heck they got now, uh, they do now have those cases. So please visit there, and you can get a stripper chicken talking Trek cell phone case. Okay, it's there. Uh, you're right, Chala. I want my name on everything you guys own. Okay. Uh, is it not a Galaxy 4? I don't remember. What's it called? A Galaxy? Oh, is it a Galaxy 20? See, I don't know. Friendzone, I don't know what that stuff is. I'm old, okay? I still use reel-to-reel in my studio. I got nothing electronic. Jeez. I <laughs> got nothing. All right. Anyway, that's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> All right. 
what have we done here today? We've taken we've taken one player. Is that what we did? We've gotten one. Ladies and gentlemen, let's find one more player here this evening and we'll wrap up our show here on a Sunday evening. Yes. <laughs> Vita says, if you've got nothing modern, then how can you be on Discord? Trust me. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go way, way back. I'm going to go way, way back into my early days as a level 16 or a level 17 in UKA when the Admiral at the time, as a matter of fact, he's a gold patron of this show, Admiral Thorne. Admiral Thorne told me, get on Discord or get out. <laughs> he said, you got to join Discord or you're not allowed in the Alliance. So I did. Now look at me. Now look at me. I've got a really cool podcast and a really cool Discord. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. <clears throat> Let's see. Contest. Pick. Let's find ourselves our final player of the night. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to Courage. Courage, welcome in. Courage. Welcome to the show, Courage. I'm going to give you about 10 seconds, buddy. Up oh, there's Courage. He's typing. Welcome into the show. Hey, appreciate that, Britt. Look at there. That's a Talking Trek coffee mug. Yeah. All right. Hey, Courage, welcome into the show. You have an opportunity to play Battleship right now. All you got to do is, uh, yes, Holy Ghost. Huh, love your name, by the way. Yes, off-air picks happened at the beginning of the show. If you missed them, not a big deal. We'll throw the podcast up tomorrow, and you'll have a chance to go back and listen. The off-air picks were immediately done at the very beginning of the show. Okay, so you don't have to search through and find them. They were done at the very, very, like right after Stupid News is where we did it. All right, Courage. You got a chance right now, buddy, to be a winner. Please, let's walk into the Talking Trek Battleship War Room. Here we go. All right. Courage, welcome in, sir. Please be careful with your coffee. Just had the carpet shampooed. Okay, no, please don't set that there. That's very expensive equipment. Look at all the blinking lights. Oh my god, Britt, you have the Gala mug? <laughs> That's awesome. You have the Gala mug. That's fantastic. Love it. It's true, it's true. Where is Gala? We haven't seen Gala for a week or two. Oh, it, well, in fairness, it's 3 o'clock in the morning in Spain. 3.30. So, a little late. All right, Courage, we need your coordinate, buddy. Come on now. Chop, chop. Courage. Please relay your coordinate into the wartime computer. Just a few more seconds. I got to move on. I know you're here. He's like, what am I doing? What are we listening to? Why is there an old fart on my computer? What's happening? Honey, the computer's talking to me. All right, here we go. Courage says D5. Let's find out. Computer, D5, please. Delta. Five. Target acquired. That is not a correct guess. I apologize, Courage. I do appreciate you playing. Thank you for being here. You have eliminated yet another coordinate off of the game board. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you guys are drawing in even closer. Okay, how many is that now? Two, four, six guesses have been eliminated from the board. 94 spaces remain, of which 17 will make you a winner. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. 
Appreciate you being here. Thank you for listening to Talking Trek's Battleship, playing the game. If you have not played the game before, or if you're joining us for the very first time, please go into the contest and rules section where you will find two items of interest. You'll find a copy of the official rules. And you will find a copy of a downloadable game card so you, too, can keep up with the guesses. You have to listen to every single podcast, though, so you can keep up with every guest show to show. And if you do that, you have the better chance of winning because you know what everybody else has been guessing. All right? It's Talking Trek's Battleship. And I uh, want to thank, of course, Panic and Scopely for uh, stepping up bigly, stepping up big time on the round two of Battleship. Ladies and gentlemen, do we have anything else? I believe that is about it. Snake Eyes, you got anything? Are we going to get out on time again? Oh, two weeks in a row. Is the world ending? Possibly. Maybe. All right. You guys, that'll do it. Welcome in. If you're just now joining us, the show's over. Get on out. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Actually, that's a complete lie. The after-party room will be open, and you can stay there as long as your heart desires. Okay? The Talking Trek after-party room will be open, and uh, we'll continue our conversation in there about anything we discuss today on the show. Maybe even some new stuff. Okay? We'll talk about that down there as well. If you'd like to join, then please be sure to come down and hang out with us. All right? Please be sure to visit our website. That's Talking Trek STFC. Dot online where you'll find multiple links. If you're listening on podcast, you're going to find a link in there to join our Discord, which is where all the fun happens. It's where all the magic happens. All right, On our website, you're also going to find a link to become a patron of this show. All right, There are three levels, bronze, silver, and gold. All right, You can be a sponsor of this show for as little as a dollar a month. All right, And I thank you for doing that. Anything is, is beneficial. All right, Silver is $3 a month, and gold is $5 or more. I'd like to say a special thank you to our gold members now. That's Gregor, Gallus Pet, Venkman, and I Beglin. Big country. Trash Panda, Doom, Hank, and Lord Neelix. Thank you guys for your gold sponsorship. Chuck's the Grunt, Pops, Dark Lord, The Big Rob, Steven Zarin, and JB. Ahab, Energy, Fukum. Uh, those guys are all uh, gold sponsors. Thank you guys very much. Hi, I bombed you. Thorn, Virtual Army, Battalion, Jayberg, Star Fox, Morgul, and DJ Gurr. Thank you guys for your gold sponsorships. Red 2, Unhani, Just Skippy, Aceus, Azrael, and Dunk. These guys are gold as well. Uh, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Beck, and Tabby Moza. Thank you guys for your gold sponsorships. Regis, Arthur Pendragon, McRock, Lady Kess, Frank, uh, Frank Gallo, WEG2020, Engineering Free Philly, and Hudson, also gold members of the show. And, of course, welcome to our newest gold members, Doc31, 5VEN. It almost looks like even. 5VEN? Feven? Going to go with that. And Morpheus. Guys, thank you so very much. You guys are the gold sponsors of the show. You help keep us on the air. And I thank you. For those listening in podcast form, join the live shenanigans next time right here in our Discord. The link is on our website. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across all plas uh, podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I've been your host. This is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I'll see you on Wednesday. Love you, mean it. Good night.